genre. Back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I am Scott Corelli. And today we are preparing to annihilate Minute 100, which begins with Andy telling the kids sitting at the fire with him that he decided to walk all the way back to London and ends with Andy saying that the whole world had to go organic in a big way. Yep. In more ways than one. Yep. So we learned that uh, with with... When the network left, it set off some kind of chain reaction that wiped out all our technology. Everything. Which kind of cements our, our theory that they were – the network sucks. Yeah. They were like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. No, this was vindictive. Literally scorched the earth. Yeah. This was vindictive. I mean they literally – they literally set off like a um, – you know, if you like believe like the, um, the apocalyptic scenarios from the Bible, mm-hmm. you know. It's like they they set they set off like the third apocalypse. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, you had fire with the dinosaurs, you had flood, and then tech, boom, then tech. the network. <laughs> yeah, the, the the tech blackout. Yeah, the tech blackout. Um, and in a way, it's a little, it's sort of like because uh, I think the the thing that they always say is like I think it's like it's supposed to be some so- form of disease. It's like a biological thing. Pestilence. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's something like that. Is what it says. I think in the in the in that portion of the bible revelations yeah and revelations i think it's i think that's what it's supposed to be it's like that or a disease of some kind um I've never but, read it which sucks it's the most metal book in the bible yeah for sure but uh in, in terms of that it's like you know in a way no one who would have had anything to do with the bible would have been able to predict technology <laughs> sure right yeah, like yeah, what yeah. the fuck is that <laughs> uh how could you even con- conceptually understand what technology was uh, yeah. uh back then and so, like, the idea of, like, uh, the, the, the assumption being a disease, because that was something that they did understand sure. to a certain extent, mm-hmm. didn't understand as well as they probably should have. <laughs> uh, they did not see a connection between the disease and washing their hands. Mm-hmm. But Like we do now. <laughs> like we do now. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. they did uh, – but, but this does – feel a little bit like a disease in a way. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, this thing came across the world and wiped out. Like a blight. Like a blight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is it it, it it's interesting. And, I don't know. Uh, From and, that perspective, yeah, I find it interesting. Definitely. And we get we get uh Andy telling the kids that, you know, the biggest hobble mm-hmm. Eve, you could argue, is the fact that we don't we didn't even know how many people we lost because there was no way to communicate. Yeah. And that's kind of the biggest difference between this apocalypse and what we're going through right now. Right. Is I can pull out my phone and in an hour get a pretty good understanding of like where Georgia's at. Yeah. Or where the UK is at. Or for sure. Cuba. Maybe not Cuba, bad example. But like, you know, kind of I I can still hear from people directly living sure. in, in different parts of the world. And this is much more severe in that you are immediately limited to your village. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, Gary's mom dying is such a great, just random throwaway <sighs> joke. So good. <laughs> it's such it's such a good payoff joke. It's so good. Um, I I I love that joke. It's it's ridiculous Gary's and mom. perfect. Gary's mom. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it, it's great just like because of Carrie being like, you know, oh, she could be like. <laughs> um, Is that the last joke of the movie besides the Cornetto cameo? I think the last like laugh out loud joke because mm-hmm. like there's a few other things like people like throwing coins into the to his head yeah, really? and then the soccer ball. Yeah. Um, him like flipping them off. <laughs> Uh, so there's stuff there, and it's such a it's so va- it, it's it's such a little great miracle of a joke because yeah. it's sad. Yeah, it's objectively sad. Yeah, it's played straight. Yeah, it's really only it's really only funny to the audience, right? And it, 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 but it's also letting the audience know ever so slightly that this is still a comedy, right? And that it's okay to still laugh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're not going to take this too too seriously, for sure. Um. Yeah, it might be the last like dialogue driven joke, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll we'll see. I guess we'll see. We'll see next week. Yeah. Um, I love this shot of this like city burning. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't figure out what city it is. I assume it's London, but there's this there's this like state building here. Yeah, that that doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know London that well, so maybe that is something. But. And it's it's interesting. It's an it's interesting last beat of this movie in that it implies such a grand sense of scale, mm-hmm. very economically and very effectively, mm-hmm. to where this doesn't read as huge, expensive, sweeping shots of post-apocalyptic London. No. But you just see in snapshots the width of what the network has done. Yeah. Actually, is this DC? Is, is that it, the Washington Monument? Yeah, is this the Washington Monument over here? This might be DC. What does the screenplay say? Does it specify? It doesn't specify. Okay. Yeah, I looked it up. It doesn't say. Um, so yeah, this might be DC because that might be our Capitol building and that might be the Washington Monument. That's cool because that's the first time that the Cornetto trilogy has ever been shown America. Shown America at all. Yeah, that's true. That's actually very true. Um, yeah, really interesting. I don't know if I like it being DC because this feels like such an English story. Mm-hmm. Of England returning to the Dark Ages? Like, yes, it's implied that the rest of the world is dealing with it as well. Yeah, but it's also, like, it did America return to the Dark Ages? Like, what would happen to, to America? Would it just turn into the Old West? Oof, yeah. Yeah, you know? That's great. England goes back to, like, Arthurian night Dark Ages times, and we go back to, like, putting your putting your, your pistol down on the bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'd be oh. a barkeep. I'd learn how to be a barkeep. Yeah, I think that's although a lot of dangerous fellows come in. True, true, true. That's maybe so. I'd run like a hotel, be a simple hotel man. Sure, sure. Or I'd run like a nightclub. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Interesting. I don't know what I would do. I'd probably do what Andy's doing. Yeah, because like go around tell stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like Jeffrey Chaucer. Yeah, wandering from town to town. Yeah, yeah. The Corelli Tales. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and it's cool that it's it, it's so it's so meaningful to me that while they're not, you would think that the easy choice would be to end the movie with Gary and Gary and Andy and maybe even Stephen, <laughs> maybe even Stephen <laughs> walking away from the camera on horses. Sure, together. Sure, and I like that they're separate. They're not together physically, but their bond has been restored. 
Right. And that to me feels like a very mature move for the movie to make of, yeah, you maybe when you get older, you stop seeing your best friend every single day. Yeah. Like Sean and Ed playing video games on the couch. Right, right. Like, you know, like one of my really good friends, I was just thinking about this today, has never been further away from me distance wise. Mm. He, he moved. Yeah. And I don't think about it that much because of we're I'm in quarantine. I'm not hanging out with him anyway. Sure. Of course. And so, but we're so cool because, you know, with everything going on, we've kind of been more honest with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and been like, hey, man, like, I really miss you. I really care about you. I hope you didn't care. And so even though he's like never been further away and I can't see him anymore the mm-hmm. way that I could, we it feels like we're in a good place. Sure. And I think that's because we're getting older. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's something I appreciate more this time around. Yeah. Yeah. I get that for sure. Um, I really love the reflection of, great. of the earth sort of like burning up yeah. the, the pulse. It's so it's such a great last bit of acting from Nick Frost because he's able to play he's almost like a he's almost like a wizard. Mm-hmm. Like a wise old like a aged Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like with a his, Merlin. With his hood up. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah, it's just it's a cool vibe. This whole the ending has such a this epilogue has such a cool vibe. Yeah. Um I uh uh yeah, so then I and I love the moment where he like cleans off his his glasses. I also love his glasses. I love that they broke and he had to replace them mm-hmm. with like another pair of glasses. They don't really fit. Yeah, they're just, just they're not totally different mm-hmm. glasses. Um I really like that. We get the uh the, the modern art scarecrow which suggests that they went back to Newton Haven to start their farm. That's I never thought about that. He went back home. Wow. He said he never wanted to die there, but now that Newton Haven is dead, I guess it's okay. It's like, okay. Yeah. I can, I can make a new Newton Haven. Yeah, yeah. He says that- uh, he gets New back, Newton Haven. New Newton Haven. New New Earth. <laughs> yeah. He gets back together with his wife, said that their problems kind of paled in comparison, mm-hmm. which it's great because we never really got to- The movie very savvily doesn't- Peek, uh, give us too fine of a peek into their marital problems, right? To where we're not like, whoa, I wouldn't get back together with my husband after that, right? If he like cheated or something, right? It's vague enough to where we're like, okay, they were able to work it out, yeah. Safety in numbers, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, uh apparently they don't have children. I guess I mean they ha- they have a kid because they got this goat here, mm-hmm. but they don't have any. <laughs> they, they don't have any. Uh, <laughs> They don't have any children. I'm sorry, everyone. No, that no, was, that's good. That was a groaner. Um, but they don't. They don't have any children, which might be why he does those campfire chats. Oh yeah, you know, okay. because maybe it's like it's it's like a little scary to yeah. like have children in the post apocalypse, which is something that we're dealing with right now. Yeah, of, of people our age being like, I don't want to have kids. Yeah, why would I want to have kids? Yeah, but still finding new ways to be like we said, stewards, yeah, shepherds of the next generation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, life is simpler now, Andy says. Right, they had to go organic in a big way. <laughs> yeah, they've got a yeah, they got a farm. They got it looks like they got this other lady here. Uh, I don't know who she is. Like a farm. Oh, hand. there's and there's another farm hand over there behind the goat. Um, it's great community so, farming. Yeah, so they got like a little a little Newton Haven community. The one thing that's missing um, is like, oh, you know wait. what? I'm just gonna. I I actually don't know if this is a lady. I think I said that it was, but I actually I I'm not sure. Wouldn't oh, it be great if those were the two uh conspirators? The conspirators? Yeah. That yeah. they were that they they're kneeling to him. They're literally kneeling, both of them. That's great. I right. like that. That would be a good idea. I'm missing Basil like on a wagon. Oh man. Just riding into town town like Gandalf. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> 
delivering goods or yeah. something. I like that it's Andy here, but I think it would have been really funny if it was Basil doing this epilogue. Yeah. No one knows what happened to the musketeers after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because then he would be able to refer to them like on a legendary level. Yeah, like the Musketeers, and then they left. Some say Stephen went with Sam this way. Some say Andy Hmm. got back together with his wife, and that's for Gary. And it's like, uh, yeah, because then it's like, like, oh, we don't know for sure that this is real or not. This is just the story. Because we don't know anymore. Yeah, we don't know. They become legends. That's kind of cool. Like Luke Skywalker. I would like that. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but I like this. Uh, I think it's, I think it's great. I, I, I like that, um, you know, he's, uh, everybody had to go organic and this, this little farm that they've got here, um, you know, it, 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 it reminds me of my argument that we, that I made with, with Chris where he was like, yeah, no, everyone would die. And I'd be like, Come on, not everybody. Like, yeah, yeah we, I mean, you could farm. He's like, no, it'd be too hard. It'd be, it'd be too hard. People wouldn't get it. Well, well, well. well like th- this guy is farming for his unit, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it, it, it would, yeah, there would be mass, mass, mass death. Yeah, oh, there would be. And then, but on the other side of that, there would be because some level. people would be able to scavenge enough to get by until they could mm-hmm. farm something. The road, right. That's a post-apocalypse. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's that's one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I haven't seen that one because it 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 it's, I've heard that it's just the most depressing thing you could possibly watch. Mm-hmm. Um, well, back then it was The Walking Dead, post-apocalyptic. Sure, yeah. sure. Super super fun times. Super super fun. I remember the last show. episode I ever watched was this miserable life mm. or this sorrowful life. Yeah, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, overrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's so popular. It's almost like saying like Coca-Cola is overrated. Yeah, I know. I know. So ubiquitous. That yeah. It's, like, it's true. Was it's it true. ever remember? Was it ever thought of as like super great or just like really popular? You know I don't know. I, mean? I don't know. I don't even remember anymore. You know? <laughs> it's been so long. It's been so long. I don't even know. There's only one character still there from the beginning, I think. Um, Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. He's oh, uh, um, is Carol still alive? Was she from the very beginning, though? Or did she come in a little later? Because she had, like, a sister, right? It was Carol, and there was also... Because Carol was, like, a package deal. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Anyway. Well, listeners. I don't... I, don't tell us about The Walking Dead. I don't, you can't feel free, but, like, I'm telling you right now, I don't actually care. Um, <laughs> I just... This is what would happen. I'd see the post telling us the facts, and I'd go... Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then move on. Yeah, when T Dog died, I was I was out. Oh uh, yeah, T Dog. Yeah, sure. It was Glenn for me, but got it. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a lot more people's dropout point. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, all right. Could, well, be good for Andy learning how to garden. We yeah, all, we all should. We should all try a hand at producing our own nourishment. Sure. Uh, it's not easy, and you have to it's have land, easy. which is not a land. thing out here. No, 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 no. So. <laughs> Yeah, but if you have land, uh, maybe try growing some stuff. Herbs. Mm-hmm. I'm working with some very powerful herbs. That's something that that people do grow out here. Sure, because uh, you can put it in a pot. Definitely, you can grow it in a pot. But anyway, um, and weed. <laughs> all right. Oh uh, yeah, I I just I I really love like this whole this yeah. this this whole sequence and the just the the vibe of it. Um, I love storyteller Andy telling these guys, these kids, a 
just this spooky yeah, idea of what seems, happened. He seems somehow more. He's somber. Mm-hmm. He's 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 sober, but he feels more alive than he did when we when we saw him in his office at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he doesn't feel stifled anymore. Yeah, yeah. In a way, well, he's free. He's free to he's, do what he wants. To do what he wants any yeah. old time. <laughs> and what that means isn't it doesn't have to mean going out and getting ripped every night. Right. It can mean be creating your own life and being your own master. Yeah, that's true. It's um, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting perspective that the movie is playing out of. Um. God, I love. I just love the piles of like what is falling from the sky, like constantly. They have a they have a garden, and they're they're pulling things out of the garden, which means they've had to grow. Mm-hmm. So what's still falling from the sky? Yeah, well, I mean, like I'm again, I'm going to expose the, the the ocean of ignorance that I that I live with every day. But you know, I hear about like when when like something bad, when like a like a like if in a world where um. It, uh, a yellow jelly. I almost called it Jellystone Park. You know, like like Yellowstone. Yeah. If there was ever an eruption, there would be just debris in the atmosphere for like a million years. Uh huh. You know, it could be something akin to that. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, I do love the pile of tech. Yeah, it's so sad. Like, look how useless all this is now. Yeah, it's all just sitting there with a with a car that can't work mm-hmm. and everything else. Um. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to pull fossil fuels. So even if you had a car that didn't run on a computer, mm-hmm. uh, you would run out of gas pretty quickly. Yeah, very, yeah, with no means to. Yeah, stop it in Walking Dead. Yeah, for sure. Um, look at this. What's that meme? Like, look at that. It's not a phone in sight. Just people <laughs> enjoying the moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. I like. I like this life for Andy. You know, he needed to, he needed to focus on his wife, and yeah. he's getting a chance to do that now. Good for him. It's not a. It's you know. It it that's the thing is like it's a bittersweet ending because everyone has a happy ending. They're just living in a hellscape. Yeah, yeah. You know, which I think is some is something very useful we could take in the times that we're living in now, which is we don't know how difficult things are going to get going forward. Right. But I I believe and I think this movie believes that we always have a certain extent control over how we live our lives mm-hmm. and what control we have over our world. Yeah. And to a certain degree we have to let go to some extent. Sure. But be in control of how we live our own lives and that and the choices that we make affect other people. Like Andy's affecting these children now by giving them a fire. Yeah, for sure. To be warm. Yeah. And yeah. that's not nothing. No, it's not. It's not. Um because how much good was he doing as a lawyer? Yeah, that's true. Who knows? He's a family lawyer, which means he's ripping families apart. Isn't that, isn't that what he's? Oh no, he's corporate. That's corporate. right. Corporate. Yeah, yeah. So he even, asked if he was family law, and he said corporate. corporate. Yeah. So yeah, he'd be worthless now. Yeah. And and who knows what terrible things he was? Uh, yeah, responsible uh, c- c- complicit for. Complicit in. Yeah, complicit in. Exactly. Maybe he was who Mark Ruffalo was going to war against in the Darkwater movie. Oh man, maybe. He knew. Some version of it, they anyway. He knew, but they did it. <laughs> uh, maybe he worked for the firm. Right, yeah. <laughs> Whatever the British equivalent of that is. <laughs> I kept, when we were watching the firm, I kept thinking, like, God, there's a way to, like, Jordan Peele this and have it go into, like, a cult horror. Oh, yeah. You know? I was honestly surprised. 
It, it started out seeming that way. Yeah, because they were so like, who was your wife? When did you get married? When are you going to have kids? Yeah, it was like it was like very specific about like social stuff, and then it was like, it was like, oh yeah, no, we just work for the mob. Oh, okay. Why does the mob care? They're very old school. They're conservative. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. All right. Um. Anyway, that's uh that's this week. We got one more week got left. One more week. Yeah. Can't wait. How yeah. you feeling? Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm glad. I'm 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 glad that we don't. We've never ended these like on a limp. No. I'm like, oh, we're finally done talking about this fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a little bit of that in the middle of Back to the Future Part 2. Sure. I think that's the lowest point of our of our adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah, the middle part of Back to the Future 2 is like, this is depressing. Mm-hmm. And it's long. <laughs> 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 but uh, nothing like that in any of these movies, I don't think. No. And even that led to some of our favorite discussions. That's true. Like uh, 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 Principal. Uh, God, I, w- I already forgot his name. Yeah, I keep wanting to say Skinner. That's I almost, right. I almost called. I almost said Principal Snooty, but that's uh, no, nope. that's Buffy. That's Buffy. Yeah, um, I don't remember. But he was the hero of the wasteland. God, it was a long time ago. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Strickland. Strickland. Yes, Dean Strickland. Strickland. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well. Back to the Future Minute. Yeah. Uh, it's been a great week here. And as always, uh, it, if you have the means, we'd really appreciate your support on Patreon, duelinggenre.com slash support. Mm-hmm. Leads to our Patreon page. So grateful. Many tears. Many tears. For $5, uh, you get access everything. to our Geek by Night everything. You get everything yeah. at $5. Mm-hmm. At $3, you get everything but Geek by Night. Mm-hmm. At $1, you get the short, the short guys. The, 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 the short shows, episodes. the mini episodes, which includes every episode of Scott Pilgrim Minute, yeah. which we are now 70, going into 76 minutes into. Yeah, we just got done covering the Roxy Ramona fight. And yeah. Goddamn. Right, right. What a great movie fight. That comes out weekly. Yes. Um, ish. We host it with. Well, Gary. like three times a week, yeah. three, three times a month. And we host that yeah. with Cassandra Fredrickson from Lord of the Rings Minute, mm-hmm. Gary Roby from Harry Potter Minute. And Brian Green from, from Theme Park, Park This. this. Yep. Uh, so it's like a it's like a super show, um, and it really is just us hanging out and talking about a movie we like. Uh, so that, that's so the, the, those are the things that you get at each level. Um, and uh, I think I think we really put out a lot of content. I'm proud of our Patreon page. Yeah, I really am. I think we put out a lot of stuff. Um, I think Nick and I are going to get into commentaries. I just I just thought of a commentary that we should do mm-hmm. after this. We should do a commentary for Paul. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You know, like we talked about it um, in uh, dur- during the during the, the road to, the road to the Golden Mile. Yeah, the the Golden Mile. But um, yeah, we should just do a commentary for that because mm-hmm. it's like a that's a quick one, and we could just you know riff riff. Yeah, talk about it. Um, so anyway, so we might do a Paul commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do not slaughterhouse rules. No, not going to do that one. We do plan on doing um, commentaries for the Cornetto trilogy. At some point down the line. Because we're, we're due for our Back to the Future commentaries yep. to commemorate the fifth anniversary of Back to the Future Minute. Yeah, so we'll probably do those and then maybe do the Cornetto ones um, sometime after the first of the year mm. uh, just to like get them all in a row. But uh, the, big, the big news, the big ticket item is uh, our, our new podcast that will be launching next year. Um, not a Movies by Minute, but something that I think anyone listening to this will probably enjoy. Yeah, and we'll be announcing that next week. Next week. Um, but in the meantime, we'll be back on Monday with mm-hmm. minute 101. <laughs> but for now, let's begin.